Welcome to Gaia's Love, a podcast to guide you home into your human journey here on Earth. My name is Vivian Gerard, and it is my delight to co-create with Gaia and share our messages from Source in this now moment. Here we go. Episode 446. It is Friday here in Cincinnati. It's cold. <laughs> the sun is shining, but fall has arrived. The leaves are coming down. The temperatures are dropping. We have to layer up at night. It is definitely transitioning to a new season. So I come to you from my same room, but a little chillier, <laughs> a little sad. I have to schedule a pool closing, which is always this like wow <laughs> summer is over summer is ending it's time to move into winter so yeah that's how i am arriving in this moment and also just filled with gratitude and love and such so much emotion moving right now so the title of today's episode is called a call a k a a l it is a song by Sanatam Kaur. It is a um, Sikh tradition word that literally is translated into, um, part of it means time, and then the A at the beginning means not, not of time. So akal means timeless, immortal, non-temporal, the infinite. And this song that Sanatam Kaur chants is, is so powerful, it's so beautiful. She sings the word a call for a while, which to her is like, as she describes, it's like a call and a response to God, the universe source. And then she introduces new music in the middle of the song, and she says these words for the rest of the song. She says, from thee I come, and to thee I go. From thee I come, and to thee I go. And then she wraps the chant up with a call again. It is stunningly beautiful. And I heard it when I was running on Wednesday. I played it in our quietly listening session on Wednesday night, which was absolutely indescribable. <laughs> and then I was playing it again this morning. And I, I wanted to share it because last week we talked about um, answering the call of the unknown answering the call like you feel it like the aurora remember that aurora and the ocean singing to moana the the call of the unknown is compelling there's some thing inside of us that says life is about to change we're about to have some new thing the, the soul is guiding us in this new direction and so we can feel the call we can feel the compulsion to be moving into something new and then when we start following it, or we make the decision, we say or do the thing, sometimes that's like the end of a relationship or a marriage. It's like you say the words, you know, it's over. It's over and this is no longer going to be what it was. And you can feel the, the certainty and the knowing as you say the words, 
and then there's the day after and then the day after that and the week after that and the months after that and you're like what like what what just happened did I mean it is that right blah blah blah, blah, blah right? all this stuff starts to happen or we make a decision about a job or about a move or something to do with our health you know this I'm doing this thing and it's all going to change now because I've made this decision I can feel the call I'm answering the call and then, and then we're stuck in this space where we're like, did I mean it? Did I, should I have answered it? I don't know if that was the right thing. <laughs> and so I, I'm addressing that in today's episode, that, that in between, not even that in between, it's the post, post answering the call. <laughs> and trying to put all of that into words was just too complicated for a title. So the song, A Call just feels like the perfect frequency and I'll put the link in you may even want to pause go listen to the song come back or play the song while you're listening to me or you know tune into the frequency the vibration of that beautiful chant I feel like when when we're answering something that's coming from the soul when we know like the unknown is calling and we have to do this thing and we're going to go in this direction even though we have no idea how or why or what it's going to look like. But we feel that inside of ourselves. It's as if the universe is called to us. We've heard it. We're calling back to the universe. We're like leaning in like, okay, all right, I'm going to do it. I'm here. And then we're waiting like, is the universe going to say next what I have to do? <laughs> like, is my soul going to bring me another sign to validate that this was the right thing? What am I going to do now that I've answered the call of the unknown and I'm sitting waiting? And kind of like when, when someone says, you know, I'll call you at this time and you rearrange your schedule. You're like, okay, I'm waiting. And then the phone doesn't ring. <laughs> You're sitting there like, you said you would call. I'm here. What's happening? Why haven't you called? And then your mind starts to go into all of its things that it does the crazy and looping and all this stuff it's magnified that much more the bigger the decision so if the decision for example is to end a relationship it's magnified that post decision experience or energy is it can feel like radio silence I've I've answered and there's nothing there's no more information and now I'm sitting in the mess of my world that I just exploded within <laughs> imploded myself like I chose to do this and now this thing has all happened now oh my god I'm sitting here and I don't know I mean I know right I know because I answered the call but I don't know I, I'm not sure <laughs> have you had that I mean I've had this so many times in my life in so many different ways and I, I was thinking about that this morning. It's like, I wonder why my path specifically, me, Viv, like why I chose this path that has so many unknown moments and, and how I've been able to get so comfortable, even though it's uncomfortable, I've been able to get so comfortable in sitting in that unknown. Like, how is that that I'm able to do that? <laughs> do you ever have those questions to yourself? Like, how do you survive some of this junk? <laughs> How do you do that? And I had this um, realization again about my birth chart, because we all pick that as souls, about my birth chart and the, the perfection of having a sun and a moon in Aquarius. Like the, the balance of that, the, 
the fact that both of those significant placements are Aquarius, which is like the bringers of the future, the the next thing, <laughs> the ones who like, in my opinion, who like connect to the stars and love to play in the stars. And, you know, we have this futuristic leadership energy. And so I, I have that in both my sun and my moon. And I feel like it brings this deep balance and trust within myself that from thee I come and to thee I go. From the stars I came and to the stars I return. From source I originated and to source I return. And so in between is just this adventure. <laughs> it's just this unknown void in which I get to play and create and screw things up and try again and screw again and try again. And <laughs> like, it's just this wild, beautiful, crazy, beautiful, awesome life. And so much of the fear, I still have moments of fear, lots of fear, <laughs> but much of the fear of the big picture over the last 10, 15 years has really settled. Uh, I credit so much of that to energy work, to learning how to move energy and manage energy in my body and understand energy and read energy. You know, I can look at things and I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, it's all just big picture, fine. <laughs> like, we're okay. I credit a lot of that to plant medicines, so much of it to the stability of my husband, my partner who like is so grounded and so steady and like this life and the details and you know, yeah, he's such a strong, steady energy that allows me to then have the space to play in these arenas and areas that are not so steady, that are very unknown, that are filled with potential, but also nothing <laughs> because it hasn't been created yet. <laughs> so here I sit and I'm like, what do you do with all of this? And so I share all of this because when... If you listened to last week, which I'm assuming you probably did, if you listened to last week and you have that same sense of, you know, the, there is a big shift happening right now on our planet. And I think people were feeling this pre-COVID, like, ah, oh, something's coming, what's happening? But we weren't, we couldn't name it. And then COVID moved through and the whole world shifted. I feel like there's this new frequency that's happening in a different way but again the same pattern the same cycle as pre-covid and i'm connecting it to the death of the queen of england and the the shift the dynamic of the shift in the feminine and i feel like we're starting to see that we're we're seeing the energy moving if you watch the news and you see what is happening in iran and then the the energetic, so when humanity has an energetic shift like that, when a, an archetype completes, as has happened with the queen dying, rest in peace, as that has shifted, there is an unknown space. Like, well, what now? <laughs> I talked about this in an end of an energetic a few episodes back. What happens when this big ripple of energy is moving around our planet? We don't know. We're, we're co-creating it. But when humanity creates that shift because of an archetype ending, 
I believe the earth, the energy, the consciousness of Gaia starts to either co-create with that, enhance that, play with it, I don't know whatever words you want to use, but I feel like the energy starts to move again because Gaia, the consciousness of Gaia and the consciousness of humanity are so interconnected. It's like the queen bee and all the bees in the hive. It's all one. We're all we're all one unit and Gaia is the queen bee. And so when a whole area of the bees start doing something, the queen bee is going to react and and the hive is going to morph or shift or adjust accordingly. So I believe Gaia speaks through earthquakes and hurricanes and gentle waves and sunshine and trees and all of it, all of it. So now we have this huge movement of energy that has just moved across the Caribbean into Florida and up the coast that is shifting many people into an unknown energy. It starts before the, the storm arrives, the unknown of what's going to happen. It already gets us all, you know, into a space that is, is a void. We, are, we don't have the information. We can't see the future. We don't know what guy is going to do. And so we sit in the unknown and we try to make plans and prepare and do all the things, but you know, surrender control. You have to. You, you're not, we are not bigger than that storm. And then as it moves through and we clean up and we try to assess, there's all this other unknown. Now what? What does life look like after this experience, which for many people is a devastating experience? It's the same for what's happening in the Middle East. Now what? We have this huge storm that is brewing in you know, the, I mean, I want to add my opinion, justifiably brewing, long overdue brewing. <laughs> but there's a dynamic of masculine and feminine and power and control and domination and submission that is moving, moving uncomfortably and creating a possibility for something new to be birthed. But they're very much in the unknown right now. And sitting in that is a very uncomfortable thing. Not having a certain plan, not knowing what the outcome will look like, not even knowing what the next step might be before we even get to the outcome. Like when a relationship ends, you might have to move. Where are you moving to? Well, in the middle of that, what are you going to do until you figure out where you're going to move? How do you divide everything? There's so many, it's such a layer upon layer upon layer of unknowns and, and why I'm bringing all of this up right now. <laughs> I feel like this conversation could be taken in so many directions. I'm like, okay, the point, not the point, the frequency, the transmission, the energetic that I am feeling I want to offer to you as you're listening to this is to to see how comfortable you can get sitting in the uncomfortableness of not knowing can you can you just be in it and feel whatever is happening and allow yourself to move through those 
feelings and, and keep coming back to your own inner knowing and steadiness that got you to make that decision in the first place. When you answer the call of the unknown, there's something inside of you that's bringing you in that direction, that's saying, like, do this thing, go, now, <laughs> go do the thing. On the other side of that, can we keep coming back to whatever it was inside of us that, that had us make that decision in the first place? Can we keep coming back to that certainty that helped us move across that threshold? So, for example, you know, I, I believe many relationships, my own opinion, I believe many relationships end because one or the other is, is not continuing to evolve or grow or move um, in a way that allows the other one to keep growing or moving. So one is stuck and one is moving. And the one is so stuck that, or the other one wants to move so fast that they can't find a common... Uh, comfortable space between them in which to move side by side, grow side by side together. I've been very blessed in my own relationship with my current husband that we, we don't always have the same pace, but there's some way that we can communicate between ourselves that allows us to have some grace, have some space in the relationship for the other one to move out of that stagnant place and into the next growth. Like, we're kind of able to almost step together. Um, you know, he goes, and then I, I come right after. Like, we just sort of make this, like in a three-legged race, we can somehow make the pace work, even when one of us, it's, it's exactly like a three-legged race. There's something that's keeping us connected in the center that's allowing us to sort of stumble our way through how we're evolving and how we're growing. A lot of relationships get stuck in that and, and the only way to create the space for the growth, or at least this is how it often feels, is you have to separate. You have to, you have to pull apart. The, three, the middle leg of the three-legged race has to be unwrapped and taken apart so you can have these two individuals who then go in separate directions. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I don't think that's a terrible thing. You know, I believe we're all here on our own path to evolve and to grow and, and to trust what we're guided into and to keep moving through that. And we call towards us the people who are wanting to be on this journey with us and who support us in our journey. And sometimes that changes. Sometimes in friendships and families and marriages and partnerships, you know, that ebbs and flows. When we know that we have this uh, desire, this compulsion to dramatically shift something in the energy within our relationship, we're like, this has to happen. This, it has to be different. I cannot, I cannot continue as I've been. I can feel how that is not, my soul is crumbling or contracting as I stay in this frequency, this vibration, I can't do this anymore. When that compels us, for example, to end a relationship or a friendship or whatever it is, and we have this like, okay, I did that. <laughs> I spoke my words. I did this thing. Okay, now I'm here. And then, oh, no, I shouldn't have done that. Why did I do that? <laughs> if we can go back to that clarity, that's the word, 
the clarity that guided us into that choice. If you focus on that clarity and just stay steady with that clarity, it will hold you through that unknown. It will keep you steady, keep you grounded. Make it a mantra, right? Like, I trust my choice. I trust the knowing that has brought me to this moment. Even if I am sitting in the unknown for the future, I trust myself that I landed here now in this experience. And so I can just breathe. I can lean back and pause and feel what's happening in my heart, in my body. One of the favorite um, visualizations that I love to do when I really feel that like, ah, <laughs> what? I, I just visualize like either source or God at my back or like a whole line of archangels just standing, not doing anything, just standing at my back and then I just get to lean back. It helps like if I'm in a chair like right now or, you know, sitting on the couch and I can put my feet on the ground and I just lean back into the chair and I'm like, okay, source has got me. <laughs> From thee I come and to thee I go. I, you've got me. Like, I know that in this moment all is well. Even if it looks like I imploded my world. <laughs> I know in this moment all is well. And I can just sit in that. I can sit in that and I can trust. Like, this, this is happening with divine purpose. My soul is creating all the experiences in my life to serve me. To, to bring me into a bigger, more expressive version of who I came here to be. That's why I'm here. So I can just rest in that. From thee I come and to thee I go, I can just rest here in that, in this moment. And be in whatever this unknown expansion that is happening is. I believe with this this energetic shift on our planet, we, we're going to have, I think, many more moments like that where it's, it's almost instantaneous. It's like you're doing this, you're in your lane, you're going along, and then you have an awareness, you have a thought, you have a feeling, you have a knowing. And just like that, like, you, you have to change things. You have to change things. It has to, it has to shift, and it has to be now. And so there will be this, like, pivot. <laughs> where you're going this way, now you're going this way. You're like, wait, what? But when you can come back to whatever it was, that, that certainty that had you make that shift, when you come back to that and you just rest in it, like, okay, all right, I don't know yet. I don't know what it looks like. I don't see the future plan. I don't even see the road that I'm supposed to drive on for the plan. And also here I am. And from thee I come and to thee I go. And so I know this is perfect. All is well right here in this moment. I'm just going to be in the moment. I'm going to feel whatever it is that is wanting to be felt. And I'm going to breathe. And as that happens, I relax my muscles. I start to like take in what's going on around me. I'm like, okay, the world didn't actually come to an end. <laughs> Maybe I imploded my little tiny little piece of it. <laughs> but like... Everything's okay. Everything's actually really good. 
And so I'm just going to sit here and, and feel the potential that sits in the unknown. Like, why? You know, I wonder why. I wonder why my soul would have me change direction. Like, maybe there was some big thing that was going to happen over there, and my soul knew it, and is like, let's just detour you around that. <laughs> my son said to me yesterday, we were talking about, school how hard it is to be a student because it is really hard to be a student and he said I just want the shortcut <laughs> 19 and he wants the shortcut <laughs> I was like right now the shortcut is you being in school <laughs> that's the shortcut <laughs> so it's a four-year detour <laughs> it's like a four-year shortcut <laughs> not what he wanted to hear <laughs> and also from from where I sit it's the truth it's the truth. There is so much that he is learning and mastering and he's on this accelerated path in college to learn all these things that if he didn't do it in this way at this location in this program with all the things that he's juggling, if he didn't do it here, it would take him 10 years, 15 years maybe to learn some of that in other, other places, other experiences. And maybe that's my own limited belief, but I don't think so. You know, I've watched enough people. I've, I've seen how learning happens and there are shortcuts, you know, for different people. And yeah, I feel that way about plant medicines. I think we've talked about this before. The, I feel like the plant medicines when used in a space that is sacred and respectful and with intention, I feel like the the plant medicines can move aside a lot of the mind chatter and the looping and the doubt and the fear. It's like the plants just move that to the side for a few hours, and you're you're reconnected to pure consciousness, to to uh, a call, to timelessness, to immortality. You're brought right back into this connection with the divine, with your knowing from where you come and to where you go. And that it like rewires your body, your neurons, your mind, your, your belief system. And so you have that experience and you bring that fully into yourself. You embody that, you integrate it. And then you begin applying that into your everyday life, into your conversations and into your work and into your health practices and your relationships. You know, I think plant medicines often activate a realignment in relationships because it's like, I know now what I know. <laughs> I know what I feel. And this energy between us is, is not supporting either of us in a healthy way. And so this relationship has to, has to shift when used in a in a really sacred container i feel like plant medicines offer an incredible shortcut and there's still work to do to sit in the unknown after that and integrate it and be with it and yeah music music for sure can shortcut us it can a lyric a song like this a call song it can just cut through all the chatter it can cut through all the distraction and it just comes like right into our heart chakra right into our 
third eye or, you know, we have suddenly these visuals or remembrings or knowings that realign us again, that bring us back into a centered knowing. And then we sit in another unknown. <laughs> Do you see? Do you see what's going to happen? It's just one unknown into another into another. So I think we need to get used to and comfortable with sitting in the unknown. <laughs> So that's where I am in this moment. I have more to share. I've made some really beautiful decisions and activations, and also I'm just sitting in the unknown of them in this moment, and yeah, I'm feeling very peaceful and excited, and yeah, I'll share more when it's time. It's not time yet. I have a very exciting weekend ahead. One of my beautiful clients, friends, is getting married, and she's invited me to lead the ceremony. So blessings to Karen and Connor tomorrow as they start their relationship journey, which marriage is timeless, <laughs> immortal. <laughs> it brings us to our knees and lifts us up on angel's wings and <laughs> does all of that. <laughs> so big blessings to the two of them. And, yeah, that's what's happening over here. I encourage you to listen to the song if you haven't yet. You will find, you will feel what I'm sharing with you in this frequency in that song. And it's something so easy to just turn on when you're in a wobbly moment or, you know, not sure why you did the thing you did and should you have done it. Like, just put the music on and, and chant a call. Send that song out to the universe and then listen because the universe always brings a message back. We might not see it right away or we might not be open to it because we've got all of our filters back on. But when we, when we stay steady and we just keep moving in the direction we know that we're meant to move in, the universe always brings like the next little nugget, the next little piece, the next little validation. And so this episode is that next little piece for you. Listen to the music. It will help you. And then, yeah, we'll come back next week and see what's going on. <laughs> All right. I send you so much love. Have a beautiful weekend. Mwah. Thank you for tuning into this vibration of pure love. I invite you to join me in Awakening the Guides, an eight-week online self-guided journey of remembering why you chose to come play here in Gaia. You can learn more at viviangerard.com under I Am Creativity. Let's take this message of Gaia's love out into all of our relationships and communities today. So much love from my heart to yours.